This is the Covered Podcast. Today is March 3rd, 2022, and this is Covered. I'm Donovan, got a special guest with us. We'll introduce him shortly, actually reintroduce friend of the show, reoccurring guest, but we'll get to him in a second. Got Drew here with me as usual. How are we feeling as we flip the calendar? We're in March now. This is March. This is March. It's it's already rolled in with a bang. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but you can smell it in the air. The weather's getting warmer for like a week, you know, and then it's kind of like a false hope and then it gets cold and Hey, that's all right because we're going to be indoors for some March Madness action, but we're we're doing all right. That's right. That's right. You know, basketball heating up, hockey heating up, baseball's dead. Baseball's dead. But uh, everything else is heating up. That's good. Like you said, the weather, which means, you know what that means, right? Oh, yeah. Golfing with the boys. That's right. That is right. And so now, got to get, got to make some putts out there. We love the long ball, but drive for show, putt for dough. You know how it goes. Got to make your putts to cash your bets against your buddies, and On Point is going to help you do it. Right now, go to onpoint.us, get one of those markers, and start making more putts today. Game's 40% putting. Hey, that's, that's almost half the round, so you need to get these. They partnered with. PGA players, LPGA players. I don't think they've made it to Saudi, which probably a good thing right now because they don't have a league. But they've been working with professionals, including U.S. champion Jim Furyk. So what are we even doing here? Go to onpointgolf.us, get your ball mark, help you make more putts, win your bets against your friends. That's what we're going to do this spring and summer. But... Talking about heating up, you said it starting off with a bang. What what are we looking for? Yeah, I mean, hockey is getting into the final, you know, quarter of the season. Um, we'll get our junior hockey analyst client on if he ever decides to pull his head out of the sand. You know, he is in the middle of hockey season, so that that uh, this is a busy time for him, obviously. And I mean, gosh, like. Just last night, there were some great games on, and maybe it's just because we were betting them and winning them. But right. like that Wisconsin game, did you see the ending of that Wisconsin game? That was friggin' nuts. <laughs> it was awesome, and yeah, like like I said, we'll get into it um, kind of deeper for March Madness. But yeah, it was awesome. Like uh, I think it was was it Johnny Davis who hit the go ahead, um, and then his buddy Jaden Ivy they played together. Uh, when they were youngins, he hits the the one for the tie, and then old Chucky, old Chucky, he he hits the game winner, and it, yeah, it was electric. Welcome to March. It was March first, you know, ready to go. But yeah, we'll we'll dive into it more, and that kind of brings us to our guest host, the re- reoccurring guest of the Dutchman Bucket, leading three point cop. Leading three-point shooter in the conference, Kate Terrell. How are you? 
Good guys. Thanks for having me on. Happy to be back. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we need a good basketball mind because it's been, it's been a little bit cold over here. So, well, I don't know if I'm a good basketball mind, but I'm certainly a basketball mind and I'm willing to give my take. So yeah, I'm excited. Well, we love it. We love it. And yeah, I mean, happy to have you here because we, we got some basketball to cover. Obviously March Madness, all-star game just ended in the NBA, so that means regular season has officially started, and so we're, we're going to get it all covered, but let's start kind of NBA. Um, all NBA 75, it's, it's a little late, but they went over it at the all-star game. I mean, they're, they're, it's questionable list, so yeah. we're, we're going to say, let's take three of those guys off. You don't necessarily have to replace them, but... Uh, I don't know how you want to do it. Round Robin. What, what do we want to do? Well, we'll go guests first. Let, let's hear what, let's hear what the guest has to say. All three. You want, you want all three of them right, right off the bat. Ooh. Yeah. Let's do it. Right off okay. the bat. Yep. Okay. So yeah, this is going to be tough. I'm going to start off Damian Lillard. He's going to come off. Okay. Um, give me Tony Parker instead. Tony Parker has four more rings a finals MVP. I, I believe that they both have the same amount of all-stars. Um, so, I mean, I, you know, Dame's done a lot for Portland and whatnot, but just doesn't really, sh- doesn't have anything to show for it right now. And, you know, you think of the top 75 players ever in the NBA, they all have something to show for it. Well, at least most of them do. So yeah, Dame's coming off for me and I'm putting Tony Parker on probably. That's, I mean, that is absolutely fair. Like, yeah, I saw, I mean, Tony Parker, great player, and the rings, all the accomplishments. I totally agree with that. Drew, how, how do you feel? Yeah, tough for, like, I'll talk about it in a second, but if you don't have a ring, how do you make the top 75 people in the, like, that's, that's not how it works, you know? If like you have you, an MVP. MVP. I don't know man rings talk like you, you gotta have a ring and yeah i know like D- like dame wants to he wants to win one in portland like okay well that's not what the league is now dame you know you gotta you gotta go you either gotta go bring people in or you gotta go ring chase which a lot of people do have done and they're gonna be hall of famers because of it so I don't know. I'm a ring guy. MVPs, whatever. They're all just stoogy reporters, anyways. So that's true. That's, that's my two cents. Good point. Good point. Good point. What about uh, number two for you, Cade? Yep, number two. Um, we talked a little bit about rings. This guy has only one of them. Uh, it's going to be Anthony Davis. Um, I think if a guy that is plays probably less than half the season for however many seasons it's been. He's always hurt. Um, And and honestly, if he didn't get that ring in the bubble, then I don't, there's, I don't even think he'd be on this list. But once again, I don't know really how much he's done for the game. You think of a bunch of other guys that have just done so much more for, for the game, for their teams, um, that type of thing. But like I said, he only really has one ring and he's always hurt. So he's coming off the list for me. I agree. He was one of my three as well, because yeah, I mean, if it was an, all potential team maybe because yeah he's he's made a glass never plays and so i wholeheartedly agree with taking him right off the list 
And then the last guy, here's my last one. This one, I, I narrowed it down to two. Um, but I'm going to go with the former Denver Nugget, Four? Carmelo Anthony. Four. That's, yeah. Um, Melo's coming off, and I'm going to, I would put probably Tracy McGrady on. So, Mel or T Mac has, or Melo has less all NBAs. Uh, he's got one less scoring champ. Um, and, and like I said, I believe neither of them have rings. So if you're going on the ring one, that's kind of a wash. But then T-Mac's got a, one more scoring champ and then another an All-NBA. Uh, and I think Melo's prime is behind him, so I don't see any more scoring champs or All-NBAs coming his direction anytime soon. Yeah. So once again, Melo's coming off, and T-Mac probably would go on. I mean, yeah, I agree. Um, love Melo, but no. You, you make a good point. Um, rings are a wash. I mean, like you said, Drew – kind of dudes ring chasing um i think he tried to do that this year it's not looking so hot for the boys down there in la um for Melo to get his ring but yeah i mean any any additional thoughts drew yeah um i i also had so i had dame and i had anthony davis as well so that doesn't really doesn't really help the argument at all but i think too part of the list that people I, I think that whoever selected the list i don't even who selected it is it is it the reporters again is it the stoogie reporters whatever the i think that it, there's recency bias with it so like yeah carmel anthony damian lillard like anthony davis these are all guys that are they're really good players right now are they hall of fame players you know i guess time will tell but you look back at these old dudes, like there's names on this list I've never heard of. And I was going to, you know, pull up some names like, oh, well, who's this guy? Like, where did, what did he win? And he, like, what's his name? It's uh, Bob, old Bob Cuzzy. Uh, okay. That's my number one. <laughs> Is it? No Bob way. off the list. No way. Like, he's he, done he... a lot for the game. I understand. But dear Lord, there are some videos out there of the footage of him playing just Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, he's got the rings, whatever. He was playing mailman and milkman. Po <laughs> no, I no. God so take him Wilt. off the list. Wilt was playing freaking milkmen and steel workers back in the day too, against a bunch of slow whites. Like, but he ha he had Bill Russell to compete against, which Bill Russell was on Bob Cousy's team. So, props to, <laughs> props to old Bobby for almost averaging ten assists. Hey, that's impressive back in the day. They didn't um, have three-point line back then. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, gee, I, you got to take Bob off the list. I mean, I've seen some footage. You have to. I, I can't have him on there. I just saw the rings. That's all I saw. Because I was looking through. I'm like, okay, this guy doesn't have any rings. Get him off. He has the rings. Okay. But that's the recency bias. Like, again, Anthony Davis, he has one ring that he won in the bubble with LeBron James. Like, okay, that's that's not enough for me like and Damian Lillard he's a good player he carries that franchise that doesn't mean that he's one of the top 75 best players so that's Fair. that's mine Fair, but yeah I mean that's okay but yeah. I, I do got one more I don't have any stats to back it up I just know he doesn't have a ring right let me think about the James Harden nope like there's people that are dynamic in the NBA. Why is James Harden on this list? It's just one more dude that 
is he's a really, really good player. He has nothing to show for it. He did win MVP once. I think, yeah, James, I, Harden's got an MVP, I believe. No? Yeah, I don't know, to be honest with you. I'll look, I, mean, I, I don't I, think he has two, but he, I'm pretty sure he has one from early in his days at Houston. I'll look. Anyways, yeah. so James Harden's mine. I don't know what you guys think about that one. I don't have anybody to replace him with. Kick him out. Yeah, 2018 um, James Harden MVP. Maybe, maybe put Clay. Maybe put Clay over James Harden. I, I would like Clay. Yeah. I the rings. I mean, another thing, I mean, I was trying to think of like whenever trying to figure out of who take, to take off this list, I was just kind of thinking like, what have they done for the game, you know? And I don't really know what James Harden's done for the game, you know? Hasn't done a Bingo. lot. And, yep. and I think Clay's definitely done a lot more. And that's kind of just with all those guys that we said so far. I mean, I just don't know, like, like you said, they're great players, but you know they're so recent and, and I guess young in their career that they haven't done much for the game. So it's just kind of hard to put them on there when you got so many all-time greats, you know, ahead of them or behind them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm with you. And go ahead, Drew. Yeah, just think about the like popularity of these players too. Like Clay Thompson, no doubt he's a popular player. But where has he been the past two years? That's not going to make headlines that he is on the top 75 list, right? Like the rest of these dudes, they've been playing, you know, and, you know, I think they're trying to generate not only headlines, but attract that younger generation. And like, you got a worldwide audience now, right? Like you got to appeal to these people in other countries. So who do they love over in China and Europe? Like they love those dudes that will jack up threes left and right and who are in the news right now because they're playing. So I think that's why Clay didn't make it. I think that if Clay was playing the past two years, there's no doubt he's on the list. Like kick any of those dudes that we've talked about, kick old Cuzzy off the list, right? Put anybody else except for Bob Cuzzy on the list, please. (laughs) Dear Lord, get him off. But the only other one that I had, um, another center on ESPN all the time, Bill Walton. I mean, yes, he was good. He was awesome in college. Awesome at UCLA. Came to the league. He did win a ship because Larry carried him. Larry Bird. Oh. Lost one. <laughs> Lost again. Technical difficulties. But, um, yeah, I mean, Bill Walton was the only one else I had. He won a ring, but yeah, Larry kind of carried him. I also thought about Bill solely just based on the fact of his um, side by or his play by play career. It's, I can't wait. I know. Neither I, can I. It's, he just says all, all the Pac 12 teams in the tournament. I'm, and I'm like, what? No. I mean, you're already, you're already, it's, especially over here, it's late, you know, and you're turning on a Pac 12 game. Last guy you want to hear is Bill Walton. Yeah. Yeah. I, I listened, I've only listened to him one time this year because, um, all the other Pac-12 games he's on, I just mute it while I'm doing something else. But it was Oregon, UCLA, and he was saying, like, um, Stanford should be in, Arizona State should be in the tournament. Both have losing records, I believe, saying CU. And so I was just like, you, no, get, please get off. And then it's also Conference of Champions, but when – was the last time Pac-12 won a championship in a major sport. I mean, yeah. like, what What are we doing? But, 
yeah, I mean, I guess that that's kind of a good transition to where we're looking to go. College basketball, we're we're in March. Sleeper team, favorite team. Who do you got winning it as a favorite? So who do I have winning it? Or or just fave, some faves. Okay. Maybe not I'll, winning. I, I'll give you a final five. Is that okay? Five. Love it. Okay. I have Gonzaga no. coming out of the West probably. Um, Arizona, they got a couple seven footers. They got a couple guys they can shoot. I think, you know, the fact that they're from the Pac-12 kind of scares me a little bit, but I just think that overall they're a really good team. Um, and some of the games that they lost this season have been tough ones early on in the season. Um, I think they went on the road, SEC country, lost to Tennessee. Tennessee's a pretty good team. Um, they're feisty. So, I mean, the losses that they, that they do have are, you know, a lot of tough road wins. I mean, Colorado recently, but it's March. So that's bound to happen. You're, you know, I mean, so yeah, can't pay too much attention to those type of losses. Yeah. Conference play is different. Like just you're seeing teams and coaches that are familiar with each other. So like, I don't think you can knock them too much with that. Um, and then the Zags, you say the Zags, you mean, the team that beat got beat by St. Mary's that got I do. Colorado yeah. State. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Um, I, I don't think that Gonzaga will win it, but I just think, I just think they have the guys, you know, they got, they, they've got the length, they've got the shooting, they've got the defense. Um, yeah. Like I said, I don't, I don't know if they'll win it, but I definitely think they'll make it to the final four. Um, I looked at a couple mock uh, brackets too, and it's not the toughest road for them either. If everything plays out the way it should so we'll see that's fair that's fair that's fair i'll um, let you continue continue your final final five and then on the other side i got kentucky i i really like kentucky if i had to if i had to pick right now i'd probably sit that my favorite to win it but the thing that just scares me with them is they're so young um but i think kentucky's a like legitimate team um and then i got texas tech coming out of the big 12 okay um if you'd ask me maybe a week ago, I might have said Kansas. I've never really been 100% in on Kansas, but that last couple of games have gotten me completely off of them. Yeah. So I'm going to take Texas Tech out of the Big 12. Um, and then last night, gutsy performance. I'm going to go with the Wisconsin Badgers. Okay. I think they could be a legitimate Final Four team. Um, they're just – they got veteran guys. you got Brad Davison. you got Johnny Davis. you know, got the young guys in Chucky, um, Greg Gard. I think. I mean, I think he's a pretty good coach. I do like, think Greg Gard's a good coach. Honest. He he should be in the discussion of coach of the year. I think more often than he than he is, and he deserves a little bit more credit than he does. But um, yeah, those are my that's those are my kind of final five teams that I think have a real shot of. Love it. I I know I let we left off of a certain blue blood that you know you probably have on there, but they're my team of destiny. If it happens, I won't be surprised. But I just don't. I I yeah. I mean, just just get get the the conspiracy theories out there already um it's rigged for coach k right so um duke's got to be a favorite so I'll, I'll do my final five as well um with with duke in there obviously some bias maybe a little bit um uh, but deep squad mark williams theo john um plugging up the middle and then obviously and Cheryl, um kind of leading the team Wendell Moore deep team so yeah of course of course I got Duke at least in my final five 
look oh good drew's back just in time duke. whatever <laughs> so duke number one in my final five uh number two like you said arizona i do think they're legit um matherin's awesome uh the two seven footers and then uh Kreischer, kerr uh or kerr Kreischer. yeah he's lights out so do like arizona as well and then even though they lost last night purdue i do like purdue jaden ivy he's a stud um stefanovich i think that's pronounced correctly not sure but him and then you got Edie travion williams switching in and out love that um and then yeah i just think their bench is super deep as well so do like purdue um to kind of be that third potential um team in there the zags i mean always the zags but I don't think they're going to win it. I mean, I just – I have a vendetta against Gonzaga for whatever reason. It's just every year they're they're supposed to be good and win it all, and they never do. I mean, they make the ship, but maybe maybe one of these days they'll, they'll get it done. Um, and then, yeah, Kentucky, also like you said, Oscar Sheebway's awesome. Um, Ty Ty Washington, he's really good. I feel like they have some cracks, but – yeah, I think they're solid all around. So um, that's kind of my final five. Drew, how about you? We're going final five? Final five. How does that even work? Well, just... Can't even have five in the final five. <laughs> I must have missed that conversation. Um, you top know, five. Top, top, five, top five. Ooh. Um, how about I just start throwing out some dark horses because nobody cares about my top five. How about that? dark horse you never know <laughs> i i don't care what happens i just want csu to make it like just get in yeah. the damn tournament for the Good. love of god they hey they beat powerhouse creighton okay big east powerhouse creighton and they beat saint mary's who beat gonzaga so csu ipso facto number one team in the country i think the mountain west could like realistically be a three-team conference yes like yep yeah just uh, just like gonzaga should be a one-team conference like they, yeah. they should put gonzaga in the mountain west if they're all <laughs> going to keep playing these candy ass games right yeah. no i the mountain west is legit this year like, yeah i there's a t- there's i have a couple um like mid-major teams and um, yeah wyoming was one csu's one wyoming's sneaky yeah yeah mountain west is stacked yeah. Mountain West is stacked. Yeah, I I do like Wyoming's got some grit, man. Like they were, and it's so tough because like the games that I've watched, you know, are probably bets that I've lost, with the exception of Wisconsin last night. And these teams are right. always playing at home. Their crowds are buzzing. So what I think will be interesting to look yep. at is these tournaments that they're going to have. You know, their their conference tournaments coming up is who plays well then. I think that's going to give us a pretty good idea of who's going to play well in the the big tournament, right? Like mm-hmm. that that's, you know, you don't have your home crowd there. You've got a bunch of random people. You might have three other teams crowds there with you, maybe yep. more depending on where you are. So that that's something that I'm going to look at, but um gosh, I like Wisconsin too. Uh, Wisconsin is is fun and I also like Purdue man like that big dude in the middle what's his name Edie yep exactly. that dude's a monster holy shit yeah. 
what is he seven foot freaking nine that dude is huge he's a monster like i don't know like how do you just operate when you're that big like there's no way he enjoys his life like bonking your head into doorways (laughs) can't fit in a normal car like you gotta buy you don't sleep on a bed you sleep on like a beanbag right like there's no way you can find a bed that big that can't be good for the back (laughs) <laughs> i know he's gonna have scoliosis that's a big, that's a big chiropractor he's got to have yeah i i mean kate agreed with you earlier with uh wisconsin i agree with the purdue play um yeah i mean those teams are solid um sleepers i mean kind of got to get into that um but one thing kind of going off the with conference turn tournaments seeing how good teams will play I'm going to save everybody some money right now. I hope, I hope this isn't a freezing take, but do not bet Auburn to win the national championship. They are garbage on the road. Um, They're so bad. They, they like never cover, which hey, great teams cover, right? Um, They almost lost to South Florida in the beginning of the season. uh, And to Drake or no, St. Louis, same conference, Atlantic 10, but, um, and then you've seen it past, Conference games, they've lost two teams they should not lose to. Jabari Smith, great player, undisciplined when it comes down to crunch time, just launches threes, contested. And so don't bet Auburn to win the conference tournament, let alone, or yeah, the national championship. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yep, I completely agree. I think I think Auburn is a bunch of frauds, to be honest. Frauds. Um, yeah, yeah I, I completely agree. Another sleeper that just like from a big time school, I looked at a lot of, a lot of sleepers from like men majors and whatnot, but I think Arkansas is also a really good team coming right. out of the SEC that, that, that can make some noise. Must bust, big fan of him. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think it'll be interesting to, especially the SEC tournament, that'll be telling. Yeah, I, I do like Bama. I, I think Bama is going to be a tough out for sure. I, I'm not sure off the top of my head what they're currently ranked, but like they've had a pretty tough schedule down the stretch and I, they've been there, done that in the tournament. How did they finish? Was it last year that they, they make the elite eight last year? I think so. Yeah. With Herb Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last year. Yep. And I think they had a few of those dudes back if I remember correctly, but I mean, can't count out Bama, especially with a good Auburn team. Like watch that sec tournament. That could, that could get interesting. Definitely could. Um, another, I don't know. I would say they're a big name school, kind of mid-major though, with the same problem as the Zags. Houston, always pretty solid. Um, So maybe they could make a deep run. Looking at it, kind of mock bracket right now, old Joe Lenardi. Looks like Houston's a five seed um, in the same as the Zags. So maybe they make a deep run, but uh, yeah, I mean, Houston, something to think about. And then another one, Notre Dame, if they can make it in, maybe they win a few. Maybe they win a few. Those are my slides. I don't know anything about Notre Dame, so They're, I don't hate it, it. I mean, the ACC kind of stinks this year, but they are, I think, tied for first with Duke to win the ACC. Um, so, yeah, if they can make a run in the ACC tournament, they could definitely make it in, I think. Wow. What do you guys think? the so 
what's the most popular upset? Usually it's a 12 over the five, right? Five, 12, that's, yep. that's the one that everybody watches. Yeah. Here's a fun one. Here's who I think. So I'm going to answer my own question and then you guys can, can answer too. So right now I'm looking at old uh, Joe Lenardi's bracket. I don't know if that's what you guys use, whatever. Um, South Dakota state Houston is currently one of the 12, five matchups. South Dakota state currently has the highest uh, three point percentage as a team in in caa so you jack rabbits get hot start launching threes dude better watch out yeah i mean one that i see as well um from any what i see texas um looking to play iona and got old patino leading the boys i do love chris beard i love chris beard but maybe maybe patino gets Gets the gales going for against the Longhorns. I hate Texas, so yeah, whatever. <laughs> Orange down. Patino, dude, he is back with a vengeance. So back. He is more than back. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's March. Do we have any closing thoughts? Any conference winners? Any conference winner locks? Um, Murray State. They're going to make some noise. Okay. I, I think Murray State's a really good basketball team. That, that's really much all I'm going to say. Fight, the good old fighting jaws. But um, <laughs> I thought so, too. And then they almost lost to Southeast Missouri State University. Nope, doesn't matter. Doesn't that, matter. That they hurt. are a good basketball team. I'm telling you. They're going to make some noise. Okay. And then I, I have a, I'm biased on this one. But um, I think whoever comes out of the Valley is going to be – is going to make some noise. I mean – Top seeds right now are Missouri State, Loyola Chicago, and Northern Iowa. Yeah, I just I like all three of those teams. You got some connections there in Northern Iowa. I do, but yeah, I, 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 I just think – I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to say I, I like those three teams. Okay, that's fair. I mean, we'll root for them with you. Yeah. Les, yeah, I know. Some go Rammies. Connections yeah. there. That's right. Um, all right, here's, here's another fun one. I like upset. So, which number one seed has the greatest potential to the Zags. Uh, Virginia? Other than the Zags, you don't get to pick Zags. You're biased. Auburn. You think they'll get a number one? They no. Never mind. <laughs> I just said <laughs> off. Um, so Kansas, Arizona, Zags, Baylor, the Zags. Still, final answer. <laughs> I think Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. How, how, currently has them matched up against Cleveland State. You know, they're a powerhouse, so. <laughs> the Cleveland State is, okay? I seen them last year, hopped on during – right before the conference tourney. They were a wagon all over Cleveland State. So, maybe they maybe they could do it. What's their mascot? I forgot. I think it's, <laughs> it's the Vikings. Yeah, it's Vikings. Good, yeah. That's good. I, I had no idea. I was expecting it to be some sort of dog, you know, Cleveland State. It does, yeah. Like, you know – cleveland yeah i mean yeah i just let's hope for a good march been crunching some numbers over here um going through trendy trends you know seeing what we can do absolutely getting these numbers locked and loaded but gotta thank thank old old charles for coming on thank you kate for coming on the show thank you absolutely boys i appreciate it love talking about basketball and just sports so anytime i'm glad we got to do it again Absolutely. And we'll put in the future 
the future winners or final four winners um, that you have recommended because, you know, we got, we got to make some money for the people here. Once again, can't thank Cade enough for coming on the show, the Dutchman bucket reappearing. Um, but that conversation was brought to you by on point golf. So once again, we got to make some putts this year, fellas, and you can help yourself by going to onpointgolf.us. So go do it. Make more putts. Be your buddies on the course. That's what we got to do. But what else do we got going on? Talked a lot of basketball. Got the NFL news. Got some MLB news. What do you got for us, Drew? Yeah, NFL Combine Week. It's it's just another excuse to talk ball and that's uh it it's great because you get all these nfl egos together in indianapolis which indianapolis in march doesn't exactly sound like the best place to be like i picture shitty midwest weather and no other excuse other than to be inside and drink and have to talk to people so maybe that's exactly why they do it so maybe it's brilliant but there's a lot of there's a lot of quarterback stuff going on around around the NFL. Kyler Murray apparently isn't too happy with his team. So I don't know if you saw his yeah. release from his agent. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, um, saw that. Also saw Patton say he's throwing everything on the table, multiple first. Hey, let's just maybe just go get Kyler Murray. Maybe just go go get Baby Yoda. Okay. But yeah, I mean, Kyler, interesting situation. Pete Carroll did come out today saying no intention of trading Russ. I don't know what that's about. Um, but yeah, the Kyler situation was pretty, uh, pretty wild. And Kyler and Cliff, both same agent. Same agent. And Cliff just got extended, his contract extended. You talk about a guy that needs some help putting, it's Cliff. We already talked about it. He's got the drives, drives for show. He, he needs a little on-point action there. But, yeah, it's a weird deal. But Kyler is a weird dude. He is not like this guy that that you're going to build the locker room around, right? He's very self-centered, and that's worked for him forever because he's been the best at what he's done forever in two sports like the dude's legit so he can be selfish and this is another situation where he's saying all right my turn i made it to the playoffs my turn to get paid there's this list of all these other dudes that have gotten paid you know you got your got your josh allen you've got your mahomes you've got your uh deshaun watson right after their what was it their third year they ended up getting paid that's great those guys for the most part, we're winning playoff games. Like, you know, Kyler, that's great, man. But he he hasn't had to work this hard for anything in his entire life. Now he's in the NFL, he's in the big league, and, oh, I didn't get what I want, now I'm going to bitch about it. So I, I don't love the move personally, but he might be trying to get out of Arizona. He might be over being in the NFC West, like, and they could ship his ass out of there, like – Here's a trade for you. We'll send down three first-round picks, Drew Locke, and fucking Teddy Bridgewater. We'll take <laughs> Kyler. What? 
I don't see a problem with that. That's a pretty damn good trade to me, you know, as far as the Broncos go. So, uh, like, would I like to have Kyler? Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if any team much. would take both Locke and Bridgewater. <laughs> <laughs> take them all, that's dude. Kind of, I don't care. Tough trade two quarterbacks. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I'll take I'll take Kyler on uh, on the Broncos like that. That'd be sweet because um, it doesn't sound like Aaron Rodgers is coming there. Um, especially yeah. if old Goonty said nobody's calling trade offers. Nope, nobody wants Aaron, I guess. No, yeah, and that's the thing though, is like how much of this is fabricated BS from Aaron Rodgers camp because he wants to be the highest paid player in the league, right? That that's what everybody's Allegedly. saying, you know, or um how much of it is is that or how much is he saying, like, hey, build this team around me. Don't draft a fucking cornerback in the first round. Draft me some weapons. Draft me some old line. Like, let's let's make it happen. They've got all these receivers that are just, you know, they're average dudes. And then they have Devontae, like yep. Devontae, right? Yeah. Okay. There's De- Devontae, Jamar, all the apostrophes mess me up. I don't know. I don't think he has an apostrophe. You don't think so? Just There's a couple of Devontae's that have apostrophe, so anyways, whatever. <laughs> so that that's the thing with, with Rodgers. And then, you know, you've got Tampa Bay saying, like, we're going to make life miserable if Tom Brady wants to come back and play for another team. I think that's just Bruce Arians being a dickhead, yep. which he could come back. Like, I don't know. It would be interesting. Could come back. That would be something. Goes plays for the Niners. Jim also Niners. Jimmy G out all summer. Does that hurt his trade value? Like, are you gonna say, hey, I mean, he's we don't know what we're getting because he's having shoulder surgery. So when he comes to Denver, ultimately, um, are they not gonna have to give up three first because he's he's damaged goods or what? Yeah, I like. When have you ever heard of a quarterback that got shoulder surgery that didn't come back and play 100%? Like, it doesn't happen. The, the health technology today is too good. He's going to come back. He's going to be fine. I don't think it's anything to worry about. Where they do get in trouble is like what Baker had happened this year where his shoulder yeah, was keep, hurt. Just keep sending him out there. You just keep sending him out there. And if you land on a hurt shoulder – it's going to get hurt worse and get hurt again and again and again. You need the time in the offseason to, to fix it. And I think Garoppolo is going to be fine. He just needs a good situation, which the Niners are a pretty damn good situation for him. Like, you're not going to do any better with Trey I, Lance. Uh, yeah, and I I mean, I don't, I don't think Jimmy G wanted out, but they're like, yeah, see ya, Trey Lance, our guy. And so, I mean, kind of saw it in the playoffs, like, it seemed like Aaron Rodgers was starting to love Green Bay a little bit more. And so that's why that's why I said what we're expecting, Aaron Rodgers come to Denver, and it's ultimately going to be Jimmy G. So it's probably going to be Jimmy G. I'm already here first. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. G. All reports, well, my insiders, the inside voices in my head, they say. Yeah, I, I could see Jimmy G being here, and I could see him being a good fit. And he would be a guy where I'd be like, okay. that He wouldn't be the past – four or five quarterbacks that we've traded for or acquired since Peyton yeah. where you're just banging your head against the wall going, why God, why that 
Jimmy G could come in and he could do a good job with a good young core of athletic receivers, running backs, tight ends, and we need to build a line around him. That's that's what it comes down to. But you know, like back to the Russell Wilson deal, sounds like he's staying. He was saying that today, basically, he's he's not thinking about going to the Commanders, which was a rumor that was going around, and he wasn't thinking about going to the East Coast at all. He he said all the right things about staying in Seattle, which go Hawks. Yeah, go Hawks. Like, but what's cool about him, Kyler, Jimmy G, they're all NFC quarterbacks. When you're talking about trading those quarterbacks, they don't want to trade them in conference because they don't want to have to deal with them again later on the line. Right. They want to ship their asses out to the AFC. Get them. I don't know. Detroit. (laughs) You'll never have to deal with them. Sorry, Jared. Yeah. (laughs) He is NFC though. That, that was NFC. No, I know. I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah. Unless it's Detroit. Yeah. You're never going to have to see him again. Detroit, Jacksonville, you know, the run the game, the Jets, like, all right, whatever. Ship their asses out of there. So that that's that's something as well that like plays into Denver's favor. If they are going to be aggressive in the trade market, there's some great NFC quarterbacks that could be up for grabs, like Kirk Cousins. No, that would be a headbanger. I like I I would although Patton uh, came uh, from the Vikings, who was part of the regime who got Kirk Cousins. So fuck. Yeah, not not ideal. So, anyways, yeah. There, who knows what other storylines are going to come out of of the combine week? Like, it's it's combine week. You just get a bunch of pros hanging out. Yeah, you know, it'll be some drama. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just dudes looking at other dudes, drinking beers. That's that's what I've heard. Combine is just it's good for like the scouts and the gms for to see um literally everybody else like the coaches um all of the coaches can just watch at multiple pro days because you can have multiple pro days now so yeah i mean it is what it is but um yeah lots of interesting stuff there um which i mean sports world interesting time right mlb now Officially lockout, canceling series. Uh, Rob Manfred is the biggest stooge of any professional sports ever. I mean, say what you will about old Roger and like what he's done. Nowhere near as big of a stooge as Manfred. Batman, say what you will about him in the NHL. Um, Adam Silver, you literally can't say anything bad about Adam Silver. He's Nobody ever bitches about Adam Silver, um, but David Stern, people bitched about him. Not even close to the dumbassery Rob Manfred is. Um, he's it's just, I mean, baseball's already dying now. It might be officially dead. Like, I mean, it might be. You're, it, we talked about it last time, I, I think, where you're dealing with. Hey, this th- these are these are people that their thought processes. This is the way we've always done it. Why would we want to change it? Well, that's why it's a failing sport. That's why people aren't playing baseball anymore. Like your talent pool is no longer playing baseball. They're going and playing hockey and lacrosse. Like, yep. not even just football and basketball. They're they're going and playing other sports. Like, not even the big three. So, 
it's it's tough when you have a guy that he, and his job is because of the owners, right? Like that's who pays him is the owners. Yeah. So he's going to want to get the owners their money because that's who pays him. So, okay. You, you can't blame him for that, but damn <laughs> baseball is in a tough spot. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think I've seen like reporters like really like the big name reporters, like really turn on a commissioner, like the baseball ones have like Jeff Passan, like, He's a pretty, like, goes on the Pat Mack show. Like, he's, like, he's on ESPN. He's the ESPN guy. And so he tweeted yesterday um, a quote by Rob Manfred and said, the concerns of our fans are at the very top of our consideration list. Um, and Rob Manfred said this, on the day MLB canceled regular season games, the opening series, two first opening series, um, during a league initiated lockout. Like they had this entire year coming up to negotiate. Um, and they said, Nope, we're going to do it up front. And so if you don't agree to it, we're going to cancel games. So Manfred canceling games, like doesn't have to, like, this is all league initiated. And so the saying the, the fans are at the top of the consideration list are like, it's absolute bullshit. Yeah, it is. And, I don't know, half full, right? Bright, sunshiny version is games are going to be more now, right? That's right. Like That is one thing that I was thinking about. Like, 162 is like, that is too many. But yeah, like, let's cut it down a little bit. Um, And now it is cutting it down. It does stink we don't get early, early uh, April baseball, but cutting it down a little bit. Don't I'd rather have hate it I, personally, and I'm not a huge baseball fan. Let that be known, but I would rather have no baseball in April and games that actually mean yeah. that that are worth a damn in June and July because those games you go to, they're just worthless. Like you're you're not getting the best effort out of everybody in those dog day games. Yeah. Shorten the season, you have to, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you you have to. You have to be on – you're going to be putting out a better product if it means more, right? So that that's something to, to look forward to. And, I mean, it's just like with anything that people do, they're going to procrastinate until the last possible second. That's exactly what happens with these negotiation deals. It happened in NBA, happened in NFL, happens with all of them, right, NHL, that they're going to wait to the last possible second and then – okay, let's see if we can make waves. The thing about baseball is they didn't make waves. No. And, like, they kind of had a a little bit of a nudge, too, with spring baseball. It was like, hey, we're getting there. You know, this is this is going to happen or it's not going to happen. And, no, Manfred is he's a scumbag. Get him out. He sucks. Like, it, it, it's so bad for baseball. And you, you can't, like, people are saying, oh, NFL at least has – competes with like xfl and usfl like no no no, Mm -hmm. those are not the same level of competition baseball oh they don't have any of these other leagues coming in that that's not the way that you got to look at it you got to look at it where baseball is competing against itself itself and all these other sports like why is a football fan am i going to turn on baseball in june and july and sit down and watch a freaking four and a half five hour six hour game (laughs) i mean like like yeah i'm a baseball fan and like the only reason i'm watching during the day like i 
don't really watch at night. Like I watch basketball at night because when it's still going, um, but during the day, it's something to have on during work, which is mainly why I'm upset that we're not having opening day games. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's something to watch during the day, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it, the games will mean more now, which is cool, but yeah, Manfred can, he can kick rocks. Sad day for sports, but I think maybe it will blossom into something beautiful. Maybe it will. But also, whatever. I don't Who know, knows? Baseball. You know? There needs to be some serious changes in baseball. You you need to have the rock take over baseball. Like just go as long as he doesn't do the intro like he yeah, did that, for the Super Bowl. We don't need that. Just businessman rock. Just oh. like cut a commercial, do some social media stuff. We for don't sure. need you there live. We just need mm-hmm. you to do all the behind the scenes stuff to make it interesting. Mm-hmm. Again, we, we've already talked about it. Give everybody steroids. Juice the balls, yep. cork the bats. Right. Let's let's get it moving here, man. Like let's, let's yeah, let's get it going. And and Manfred, just to kind of pile on, he's just a prick. I mean, there was a reporter <laughs> retiring or something, and like um, he's like, Oh yeah, let's save the last question for this guy. Um <clears throat> and then he was like, oh, you're leaving? I'm, uh, I'm so sorry. You're going to be missed. Like, so sarcastic. And it was just like, this is disgusting to watch, first off, because it's yeah. – read the room, first of all. And second, just don't be a dick, you know? Don't and be a dick. So, yeah, Manfred, get him out. He's the worst. He's a clown. Clown. Clown uh-huh. Manfred. We'll, we'll have T-shirt capabilities eventually, so yeah. we can make some Manfred clown – here and you know one of those deals but in the meantime the the good news is that there's things to look forward to in between now and when baseball was supposed to start so we can just bury it deep down inside until march madness is over and then the day after the championship is going to be like oh yeah there's no baseball what we do now we gotta wait till 5 p.m for hockey and basketball games hey that, that April is going to be a fun month for hockey and NBA. Like, I know, but we got to wait till 5 p.m. In April? Why? To watch the games. Yeah, whatever. They play day games? Got to watch uh, something during yeah, the you're, day. You're just complaining about that because you work from home and you, you don't have a real job. You're not out here grinding <laughs> out here. Okay. Blue collar work. You're sitting in your fancy office. Okay. All right, whatever. Candle warmer in the background. That's right. That what is it? What's that thing? Coach K's tears. That's cool. It's wax from Duke waxing all their opponents. Got him. All right. That's it. I think Duke's off for the Sweet Sixteen. Watch your fucking mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. That's all we got. I think. Yeah. Well, you guys have a swell weekend, week, till the next time we talk to you. But till the next time, we do. We did it. We got you covered. Got you covered. Have a great week.